On today's show, Google makes its business case for autonomous cars, automakers and environmentalists fight over electric cars, and we get to drive the new Jeep Wrangler. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily, the show for enthusiasts of the automotive industry. To help pay for its shift towards electric cars and for all the fines that it had to pay for its diesel scandal, there were rumors that Volkswagen might sell Ducati. But Rupert Stodler, the CEO of Audi, which actually owns the Italian motorcycle company, says that's not going to happen. Thanks to cost-cutting and deeper ties with Porsche, Audi is in good financial shape and they're going to keep that motorcycle company. Thank you very much. The race to develop electric cars continues to heat up. You know, just a few years ago, Toyota was poo-pooing the idea of EVs, saying that fuel cell cars were really the answer. Well, now Toyota is trying to play catch-up. It just announced that it's teaming up with Panasonic to develop prismatic batteries for electric vehicles. And in the meantime, most of us are going to drive around with piston engine cars. But if you own a vehicle that recommends but does not require premium gasoline, the AAA says don't buy premium. It just did a study that shows fuel economy improved only 2.7% when using premium. But premium costs anywhere from 20 to 25% more than regular fuel. They tested six vehicles the Ford F-150 and Ford Mustang, Cadillac Escalade, Mazda Miata, Audi A3, and the Jeep Renegade. Turns out the Audi actually got 1% worse fuel economy with premium, but the Escalade did improve by 7%. Researchers also found that premium fuel really doesn't improve horsepower that much. It's up by only 1.4% on average. You know, there's a big political fight in Washington over EVs, and that's coming up next. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, advanced materials that deliver better results. And by Lear, a global leader in automotive seating and electrical systems. Ever since Google started developing autonomous car technology, everyone wanted to know how it was going to go to market with it. Would it make its own cars or what? Well, now we know more. John Krafcek, the head of what is now called Waymo, sees four business opportunities. First, he says they will license their autonomous system to automakers. And he says FCA is an amazing partner in that effort. Next, he says, logistics and trucking companies are very interested because Waymo can put its system on Class 8 semis. After that, cities and municipalities want it for what they call the last mile of transportation. But perhaps most importantly, Waymo wants to offer its own ride-sharing service. So watch out, Uber and Lyft. Waymo is coming after your business. There's a big fight going on in Washington this week over electric cars. Automakers worry that there will not be enough consumer demand to meet ZEV mandates. So far this year, battery electric cars only account for 0.18% of all cars sold in the American market. While electrics do sell somewhat better in California, 13 other states have adopted California's zero emissions mandate or ZEV mandate. 
but EV sales are abysmal in those states. Automakers are worried they will not be able to meet fuel economy standards after the year 2022, which is when those standards really start to ramp up. Environmentalists are accusing the automakers and the Trump administration of emasculating air quality standards. Here's my AutoLine insight. Fuel economy standards will continue to get stricter every year for the next five years, no matter what decision is taken. As I've said all along, instead of trying to reach the target in 2025, they should just stretch it out to 2030. That five years would give automakers a lot of breathing room and we'd still get to the same results. You know, we got to test drive the brand new Jeep Wrangler and we'll tell you what we thought about it right after this. Lighter, safer, stronger, quieter, and more sustainable. Tell us where you need to go, and we'll help you get there. Dow Automotive Systems. We don't succeed unless you do. The Wrangler is the most iconic Jeep of them all, with roots that go back to the Second World War, and the latest version is the best one they've ever made. They changed everything. New frame, new body, new interior, new powertrains, you name it. The result is a bigger, lighter, more comfortable Wrangler that gets better fuel economy, but still retains all of its amazing off-road capabilities. It's a more sophisticated Jeep that's much quieter inside and drives a lot better on the highway. The base engine is the 3.6 liter V6 that gets about 20 miles to the gallon. An optional 2-liter turbo will be available later after launch. Not only is it faster than the V6, it'll probably get a couple of miles more per gallon, but there are no official numbers yet. A 3-liter diesel will be available sometime in 2019. You get a choice of an 8-speed automatic, a 6-speed manual, and two different all-wheel drive systems. The Rubicon version has amazing rock-crawling capabilities. With the manual transmission, it has an 84.2 to 1 crawl ratio. The base Wrangler starts at just over $28,000, but you can easily load one up to over forty grand. It goes on sale in about four months, and it's going to help Jeep get its sales going because the brand has been down all year long. And speaking of iconic off-road vehicles, Mercedes is showing off the interior for the new G-Class. While it has a more modern look with an upgraded instrument panel, infotainment screen, and other new features, the inside still somewhat resembles the previous model. The new G-Class also is roomier for both the driver and passengers. It makes its official debut at the Detroit Auto Show next month and will go on sale in late 2018 in the U.S. market. Hey, don't forget to join us tomorrow for AutoLine After Hours. Our guest is Simon Spruill, the Chief Marketing Officer for Aston Martin. By the way, he also used to directly report to Elon Musk and then later to Carlos Ghosn. So Simon brings an amazing background with him. Join Gary and me for some of the best insights on what's happening in the global automotive industry. But that brings us to the end of today's show. Thanks for watching and for making AutoLine Daily a part of your day.